0: All right,
1: welcome back to Never Work Alone with Evan Miller and Christopher Denise. We're
0: coming at you live from outside in downtown San Jose.
1: Drinking a beer on the patio here at Ludwig's. Thank you, Ludwig's.
0: Taking a little steam off after a busy, busy October for both of us. So busy that we have not had time to plan a guest for this week, so we're coming at you with this short, truncated episode.
1: Wanted to give you a quick update on what we've been up to and why we're so busy and why the episode is so short, but also what's coming up and what you can expect to see in the next uh, few episodes. Yeah, you won't be hearing us outside anymore,
0: probably, and you won't. we won't be in the old studio, although... Probably will sound about the same. I think we're going to transport that booth. Chris is opening up a new location.
1: So, yeah, we'll be uh, moving the podcast pod over to uh, the new cinema exchange in Milpitas. Uh, That's our our new little venture. That's one of the things that I've been super busy on this past uh, month or so. Uh, Opening a new studio, uh, basically as a co-working space for filmmakers, with the idea that, uh, gee, it's really hard to get out there on your own as a freelancer, and it's... uh, Little expensive and daunting to get your own space. And uh, if you'd ever like to get off uh, the couch or get out of Starbucks and meet your client at a real professional space but not have to pay the amount of money it would cost for a real professional space, come on down and take a look. Uh, It's
0: yeah, just like we talked about on our last episode, you know, how it's so important to kind of get out of your own house and meet people and, and have an office space to let let yourself think and be your true professional self that doesn't worry about the dishes and the laundry and all the other little chores that come up. But yeah, tell me more about the space and sort of where it's at exactly, the square footage, you know, what your, what your dreams are for it.
1: You know, uh... We, we took a long time. This has been something that's coming for the past nine months. Uh, well, honestly, longer than that. We Our first inkling of this was probably, I mean, realistically, our first inkling of this was like seven years ago. Uh, but practically speaking... Uh, been thinking about a way to expand it back into the studio market which is why we took the downtown location because it was a nice nice office and kind of an interesting photo studio up on top they're not particularly practical for the film world uh, but a lot of fun a nice little way to kind of re-establish myself uh, back in the community and ever since we opened those doors was really looking for a place that would be a much more practical film studio that we could go back to doing our set design and, and construction that was really what we had built the previous studio on and in in this case, we started realizing a different dream, a little bit of a different idea, <clears throat> and more set design and construction, expanding yeah. that. Yeah. Well, as, instead of going back towards that, let's get into that gritty, practical set design because practical set design is fun and it's great, uh, and it and it can you know it can and earn a little bit of money here and there. But we, this isn't Hollywood. This isn't where people come to shoot that kind of film. Right. So it's never going to be the bread and butter that we'd like it to be. And we started thinking about, uh, I say we as me and my business partner, Kevin Brown, um, started thinking about, well, what is it that this space needs in the film market? Because as I always like telling people, excuse me, the film market, uh, Hollywood's uh, the tip of the iceberg. And and then I'll, if I'm at dinner with somebody, I'll pull a, you know, if you've got a water bottle or a beer bottle in front of you and you put the bottle out, you put a cap on top of that bottle, the little cap that came off, (laughs) you go, that's Hollywood. The rest of this bottle is the film industry you know uh, and it, it, film and vi- visual media right, spans media su- exactly spend such a, a wide gamut of, of careers and things that you can do from you know I, I, uh, the, the woman i'm seeing or uh, occasionally um, flies drones for a tech uh, company for surveying. And this is all video work that has absolutely nothing to do with making Hollywood films. Uh, the arthroscopic camera going through your arteries, uh, checking sure. out uh, your, <laughs> your blood, it has nothing to do with Hollywood yeah. films. So, what what is what is it about uh, up here? Um, what what is the film world up here looking for? And we realize it's really very tech based, very commercial based. So, people getting into the film world here, uh, freelancers like ourselves, uh, are doing exactly what I did when I first started the studio. Uh, is they're spending, you know. Their bar mitzvah money, or their graduation money, or their you know their their little nest egg that they've built for after a couple of years, um, and they're spending that two or three or four or five thousand dollars on a bunch of equipment and a little maybe some business cards and a website and some stuff to, to get up and running, and they're starting out into the world. And the first year, two, three, four, up to five, probably for a lot of those freelancers and a lot of those beginning businesses, is very very difficult and very expensive. In the red. Uh, it's just it's, yeah, you're in the red the whole time, and one of the biggest things you know biggest reasons I, I got my studio was for networking because I realized I need I need a place um, uh, but I also you know one of the biggest reasons was because I needed a place to bring clients and yeah there's lots of people that, that, that tout tell oh yeah but I can meet clients at Starbucks it's Starbucks really isn't professional it really isn't it's it's a step above your couch sure but it's it's not all the way into having your own place well having your own place is expensive so uh, that's that's what we, we come in I got my first place on a hope and a prayer and uh, the, the, the we moved up from there, and that's not the, the common thing you can expect. It's, it was a rarity, um, and we were lucky. But you know, I would have given anything to have somebody provide some sort of a space where I could have come in and, for a fraction of, uh, of right. what I would normally pay, have a, an office or a desk yeah. and be able to have access to this professional space. So that's what we. That's where the, the dream of our our studio kind of turned towards was. Well, let's let's focus this back out at our community, back out at our industry, and that, that budding professional market. Um, and see if we can't help everyone else get a leg up while helping ourselves get a leg up because it's been great for networking as well. We've already got a couple of uh, people who have signed up. Uh, so as an event space for you as well? Uh, well, so, uh, it's, a, it's a little bit of an event space, but what I mean is uh, we've already got a couple of members who've joined um, a, as filmmakers, and we've already had a couple of rentals, and we've already got the studio booked. Uh, it, it, it was such a quick thing because when you add humans together, when you add people together working Together, when you add uh, freelancers together and the right ones, uh, it, it's, it's an exponential multiplier. You know, two plus two equals like sixteen in in people terms.
0: <laughs> I think I know what you mean. Like two, two squared is you know four. So four, but then a two, three squared is not six. You know, <laughs> it's not. You're you're growing exponentially there. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, we can, we, I guess if anybody wants to know more about your space, yeah, where should, should they n- go? Not, or, to, not
1: to overly tout my space on my show, but yeah, if you'd like to take a look at it, uh, realistically, we re- we're just, it's so fledgling. We, I'm, I haven't even ordered furniture. We, we've been looking, we've been arguing about furniture for right. the past two days. So yeah. uh, our website is not up. Uh, we don't even, <laughs> this even have This is the Facebook real talk page. I wanted to hear.
0: I know you're kind of selling why you want a, yeah. an office, but you know we want to talk about the struggle of building and starting something new. And this is,
1: and this is ex- and exactly, we can get in the grid of it. Like the web page is not up. We don't have a Facebook page yet, because I've been focusing on uh, on putting out fires and dealing with moving into a space and having a neighbor move in immediately after us and put in an industrial uh, air compressor that doesn't go off all the time, but when it does, when they when they're in testing mode, it goes on for forty-eight to seventy-two hours at a time and makes half of our space unusable. So it was an immediate like, holy shit, that's not going to work for a film studio. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Um, what do we do about this? And it's, it's not that it's the most horrible noise in the world, it's that it's constant and it's loud enough to make audio recording difficult. So we immediately started down the road of, okay, well, what are the solutions? How do we deal with this? Is there a clause in our lease that can help us either get out of our lease or get them out of it, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Sure. So the past week has been me going back and forth with the landlord and it's a sub So back and forth with my landlord and then the master landlord to figure out okay well well, how do we solve this problem and it turns out yes of course there is a quiet enjoyment clause in the lease that worst comes to worst we could probably sue to have them leave the the complex if it became a real issue i don't think it will i think we'll actually be okay but uh it's it's stuff like that you know the furniture trying to figure out exactly where the furniture goes and realizing we're on such a shoestring budget you know how do we how do we decide uh, you know, do, do we get used furniture? And oh, no, no. what we're trying to do is pro- is provide a, a clean, Pristine, not pristine, but a clean, professional-looking working space, and you can't do that uh, hobbling and, and Craigslisting your, your space together. That's what you do for your right. own space, when you don't care. and It's the very beginning. Right now, the, you're,
0: you're facing all those inevitable problems that you could never have predicted beforehand that yeah. now you're forced to deal with that just add on to the problem. Ex- exactly. Which, which compounds, you well, know, and, and which it, is why we're, we're running out of time.
1: Oh, yeah, well, well, and, here, and here's an amusing side to it is, is you have positive problems that come in. We had... Uh, Thomas Cook of Radium Pictures and Radium Rentals, yeah. uh, our first guest on this show, actually uh, is is joining us as a member. is going to be providing the equipment rental, and he's going to be housing his equipment rental company at our at our space, which is fantastic. It's good for good for you guys. It's good for us. Um, but he had his he, he had his great donation. He came in with a bunch of Pro Psych pieces. Um, which are like five, $600 pieces of a uh, professional psych, uh, cyclorama, which is, uh, if you don't know, it's a big infinity curved wall, the green screen wall you see. Um, they call it infinity because when you shoot into
0: it, it looks like you're in a massive room. Yeah, because just like it, goes it doesn't on have forever. any shadows. There's no
1: shadows, it's seamless. Yeah. Um, and so he brought all these pro psych pieces in. Well, originally we were going to put up a big double wall to help block some sound from the neighbors, and then maybe you know, put in some ha- homemade psych pieces to it and spend maybe two grand. Well, you we got all these great beautiful pieces for us and they're not enough to complete our psych but they're enough to do three quarters of a completed professional psych uh well we'd love to finish that what we have is you know six seven eight thousand dollars worth of pieces and we need another four or five thousand to finish it, which is already two or three times as much as we wanted to spend on the psych. And then to get the professional to come in and do it, it's actually going to be more like another four or five grand on that side. So now we're looking at you know eight to ten grand in additional fees, maybe a little bit more to get our psych done. Well, that's definitely not in the budget we had. But we, if we have all these professional pieces, there's no point in doing a, a crappy homemade psych. Yeah. So we're in this weird. Okay, well now we got to go find, our, you know, this, you know, somebody to Invest a little bit of money in this, or, or you know, or something, or, or loan us some money, um, and so it's, you know, to, to get this beautiful psych done. But it's going to be worth it. Uh, Black back and forth, back and forth. So that's that's what the entire past month has been on top of doing my actual job which is going out and getting these award videos done and getting you know getting the crew out to the to the job on time and responding to new clients and uh, etc right I think it's the <laughs> inevitable thing that happens with freelancing where you want to grow you start
0: stretching yourself you take an opportunity in a field or something that you you know you have a little bit of experience in but you're gonna figure it out as you kind of go and I think that's that's what I did this month as well I decided to take a job as a producer. Somebody recommended me and, you know, I billed myself as my own editor for this job, but I went out and hired a camera guy, a sound guy, and did the producing meeting, scheduled the location and booked the timing and and did the interview even, and, yeah, there, there's a lot you learn from being on the other side of it after I've been in post. You know, of course, it's like, okay, I think I know exactly what I need to do. Yeah. There's a hundred problems that come up. And, and I can go into this this project further on, on a later show. But, you know, I think that's that's part of the reason why I have been not recording these new episodes because I'm so focused on trying to do this on top of all these other things. And the podcast is yeah. something that is on the back it's, burner. You, you we you don't want to per- let it drop, suffer.
1: but... <laughs> they They yeah. suffer. You know, your your real work has to take precedence, and that's okay. Um, At the same time, if you are, you know, and this is something for us to even consider, if you're trying to make an impact and be consistent, that's something that you, if you're going to take on the responsibility of a podcast, as we have, and I'm lucky to be able to rely heavily on Evan's work, because Evan, if you guys don't know out there, is the main driving force, if you can't already tell, (laughs) is the main driving force behind this, uh, and does all of the editing and all the the behind-the-scenes stuff, and I provide space uh, right. Sound booth that belongs to Sean Viaggi, and which we are grateful for. Co-hosting and fabulous co hosting abilities. Oh, <laughs> um, well, you help both the guests <laughs> occasionally. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> well, and hopefully we'll be able to bring more of this to you guys. I mean, that's another positive of the Cinema Exchange is, is the idea of you know we're somebody's asked us if we're you know operating this as a nonprofit or something like that. We've actually even looked into that because I mean, yes I, I'm i in business to make money with my production company, but the Cinema Exchange right now is a pilot and it's it's not gonna you know if if we we've we worked it out if we fill it up we're gonna be like a little more than breaking even it's not much um it's about the community it's it's why we do this podcast it's why we want to build that space and is we want to bring people together and not and not to take away your identity in any capacity but to to help you flourish you know and i think that's that's part of what uh what this podcast is about as well and glad to be part of it yeah well you're in at the ground level if you're listening now right before uh
0: (laughs) this thing took off the ground i'm sure there's a lot of life lessons and learning experiences and hurdles along the way that you'll hear about so hope right. you'll c- continue to listen
1: yeah what I'm looking forward to seeing some of you audience members come through and getting you know if, if, more of a grounded space out of it and more of a reason for you guys to be coming through you know we've, we've got the rental house and we've got the green room uh, you know a couple of different spaces you know that are very useful and I think it's uh, among other things it's going to help feed the podcast it'll, it'll provide us with a lot of opportunity to talk to you guys out there you folks out there uh, and get your opinions uh, get your feedback uh, on what you want to see here, but also uh, get a much broader richer host of guests yeah hopefully it'll be a hub
0: that will draw people and you know talented freelancers to the same room and, and you, know, you never know what yeah. happens when you get that cross-pollination right. going. So. <laughs> all right we'll we'll wrap it up here leave you for until the next episode
1: just as it gets breezy All right, perfect timing. I want to thank everyone again for listening to us, uh, and uh, appreciate you letting me ramble on about my new venture, and hopefully we'll we'll get a little bit more uh, out of Evan next time about some of his new ventures. Have a great night. (laughs) See you guys.